Thank you, Sarah. I think I've finally realized in my career as a musician that one of my favorite things about the work that I do is the ability it gives me to travel. Travel similarly to music is a love that I'm, I'm not quite totally sure about how I got bit by the bug. When I was young, it wasn't as if my family and I didn't travel at all, but we certainly didn't travel all of the time. We were a larger family of five kids, on a unique configuration of step-siblings that ends in the lineage of my mom and my dad, to whom I'm very grateful for being here this morning. And I'm the one child from their marriage. And so as a bigger family, we used to spend a lot more time at home. And this trend continued into later years, when my older siblings, of which all of my siblings are older, uh, would continue on to the next phases of their lives outside the walls of our family home. Now, what I, what I realized um, that's interesting in reflection now is considering that even though we didn't load our summers with long vacations and long extensive trips, we had been quite lucky as a family to have lived in a number of different places. I was born in the city, the city being Toronto back in Canada, as I make no secret of, as everybody who knows me knows. But my family and I moved out to rural Ontario in Canada when I was quite young. And a number of my formative years were through this experience. Early memories of my mom and dad and I and all my brothers and my sister enjoying the spoils of what rural life had to offer us. Most people have a lot of surprise when I say that I was a country boy at one point. Even from a young age, we had the lessons of working hard and taking just of what you needed from the surroundings you were given, and no more, as we all contributed to our little rural ecosystem as a family. And certainly, we are all indebted to my mother and father for that. Eventually, we moved back into the city and lived in a couple places um, through my time in elementary school and through high school. And finally, I decided to take the plunge and move about five hours east to the next largest city back in Canada, up to Montreal. And certainly, this was a moment for me, and I, I recall it being both exhilarating and terrifying. But I'm not absolutely sure, and I think on this sometimes, what the final affirmation was that gave me the push to make that last step. Once I got to Montreal, I was greeted with a combination of some of my most formative musical experiences yet, combined with different communities of people who would end up becoming the truest definition of what I like to think of as family. People that you love and think of often, even as the years pass and distances increase between you. Sounds kind of familiar. Once I was there in Montreal, the initial fear and worry about being so far from Toronto and my family started to subside, ever so slightly. And I believe this was two-pronged. One was that I had the ability to be family and with family amongst the people who existed in my new life, my closest friends, 
my school community, and the numerous church communities I would end up getting to know through my work there as I worked as a church music director to support myself through university. And two was that I quickly came to learn that no matter how far you go, you can always still get to home, wherever home is. And chances are that home is never quite as far away as you think it is. And so, the belief of being free to explore the world became less of a fantasy and more of a reality. I was fortunate enough to embrace it. Two times living and working in England, working in Montreal, Toronto, and eventually here in New York. And now have been fortunate through my work to work in many places between, through Canada, the US, and across Europe as well. And in my time being away, I've become more comfortable with the notion of travel and straying from the comforts of your own space, making homes wherever you go, being comfortable with the families who await you in the places and spaces that you travel to. Sometimes more practical things like learning how to pack a bag so that you've got exactly what you need on an airplane to stay comfortable for a long flight. I got off a flight this week and it's a humbling thing having to pack compression socks for the first time when you're sitting on a plane. But one of the biggest things that venturing out has gifted me as a human being is that it has taught me via the other bug that I've been bit in, via music and art as the larger umbrella, is the power and beauty of human connection. Now, the news has traveled here fairly far that my next stages will s involve some travel overseas to work on a new project. In a couple of weeks' time, I'm, I'll be venturing out to London to participate as a member of the creative team as conductor and musical director for a new musical being developed called Mandela. This is a retelling of the coming-of-age story of Nelson Mandela in South Africa told via the lens of numerous artists from around the world, including South African writers and creators. And now this production also has the blessing of the Mandela family, which is very humbling to me, and will be co-produced by the Mandela family. And this is an honor for me as an artist to be able to partake in. Telling stories that use art and music in a way that truly matters. And it makes me sad, of course, to be leaving this community in my current role and to be venturing off from this space in this capacity. But it gives me great courage to realize yet again that the blessing and the power of music will allow me to exist and help create community in yet another function and form around the world with more people. Now, I'm not saying that I insist on travel, and actually, in fact, I actually prefer in most ways to be at home, to be a homebody, which surprises some people that I talk to. I spend a lot of time outside of my house, but I do love being at home. 
But in returning to the notion of travel and travel being part of the passage towards the joy of connection physically, it's becoming more and more humbling for me to consider that the role that my life as a musician and a creator of music has enabled me to try and use music as a tool for connecting humanity. I've tried to do this in my work as an artist, I work as a teacher, I work as a leader, a conductor, a musician, you name it. Now some of this has manifested in more evident forms. I just returned this past week from the opening night of a project I rehearsed last year, uh, which occurred when we were on shutdown, which many of us will remember here in this community. And in virtual church, as music supervisor for an international musical in Finland, I've come from away, which is uh, closing later this week here on Broadway. And if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you try and see this remarkable tale about human kindness and humanity. The tale of thousands of stranded passengers on 9-12, the day after 9-11, in Gander, Newfoundland, up in Canada, on the eastern, easternmost tip of Canada, when the US airspace was closed down. This is a description of the days that followed and the generosity that the people on stranded planes were met with when they landed in Canada. And working on this story has been an abruptly forward reminder of the power of music to connect. I've met people from across the world that I would have never presumed I had anything super strong in common with and have come to love them as family and care about their well-being from a distance as I bring them back home with me in my heart. So I'm thankful to the travel bug. And travel allows us to do that. And music allows us to do that. And music has been the driving vehicle for it all. It has given us the ability as humans to plant and sow seeds in our hearts mutually. And it has enabled us to sit together and dream and think of a world where the music that we listen to and the things we create together can help us actually move the needle of the world in the direction of good over evil. I think of my Finnish friends, my family, over there now. And even as we were opening a show there on Wednesday night, Russian President Vladimir Putin was mounting up conscription efforts to mobilize some 300,000 odd troops to continue an illegitimate war in the neighboring nation of Ukraine. Finland shares a land border with Russia nearly a thousand kilometers long. So, the travel bug can be scary sometimes, as can be creating music and art and connecting with people. But, also, trying to use music and art and the power of connection through them seems to be proving more important than it ever has before. And it does matter. As we heard earlier, thanks to Skylar, 
It was Leonard Bernstein who said once that this will be our reply to violence, to make music more intensely, more beautifully, more devotedly than ever before. I recently took a few moments before getting on the plane to Finland last weekend and forced my si myself to take a bit of time off to go for a stroll in Greenwood Cemetery down a short walk from where I live in Brooklyn. Leonard Bernstein, um, for those of us who may not know as well, composed West Side Story and was conductor of the New York Phil for many, many years. So he has a huge, huge legacy, not only to American music and art, but also to this very city we are in. And he used to live just around the corner from this church. And Leonard Bernstein is buried in that cemetery down in, in Brooklyn. And after many years of knowing this and thinking about this, I actually got the chance to pass by and see his grave on what was a beautiful, peaceful, sunny Brooklyn afternoon. One of the things that struck me the most was standing over the once physical remains of a man who had also been bit by the travel bug. Underneath my feet lay a person who had once traveled the world and conducted almost every major orchestra in between, using his ability to make music, to connect people, and to try and put his fingerprints on this earth in the short time that he had. And yet, here was his physical legacy. A very simple gravestone, easy to miss, by far the smallest of most in the park, humble and unassuming. Now, Bernstein's emotional and spiritual legacy obviously exists well beyond that. And uh, in the notes of music and the art that he created and conducted in his time and leaves with us. And to be very clear, I am not comparing myself to Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> he was a master. But I suppose, aren't we all in our own way masters? Aren't we each trying to find our way to make sense of a world that certainly doesn't make it easy for us to make sense of at the best of times? Trying to do so in the moments that we have before they pass us by. My friends, it's the passing of a moment now. And it's been an honor to lead you through music these last five years. I take what I do very seriously. And I don't ever presume to be good at it, or at least I try not to be. What I try and offer people when they offer my skill level back to me is indicate that I am always just happy to be sharing space in a room with people who are happy to share that space with me as well. And if I and we can use that time and have used this time and the time that comes to have helped inspire, helped us dream, helped us grow, then that, I believe, will have been the gift that I can carry with me. And I hope that you can carry it with you too.
And our world needs it. Let's make no mistake. Music reaches us on a level that nothing else quite does. I think the most evident example of that is seeing an entire row of young people sitting in front of us talking about how much music means to them, even in the short time that they've existed. It's a big deal. And we know fundamentally as animals at the most baseline on this planet that music matters and touches us and reaches us in unique ways. And it also does to people in Finland. And it also does to people in Canada. And across the continents. And all around this world. And so to that I say, thank you for putting your trust in me. Thank you for always being a community that refuses to step down in the very face of the very things that we are inspired to fight through. Through listening to the music that we love, inequity, injustice, despair. And I hope that if nothing else, any inspiration of enjoying music, me and the endless list of fantastic dreamers that play music in our church every single week have imparted upon this community. I hope that it always allows you to continue to dream, to travel, to connect the world, and fight to continue to make the world a smaller and better place. May it be so, and amen.